is Liz Lash, and you're listening to Entering the Bar. Us lawyers may have passed the bar, but at the end of the day, we often find ourselves entering the bar. Welcome to a special edition of Entering the Bar with Liz Lash. As many of you listeners may know by now, I'm a writer and also a poet in my spare time. So to kick off the new year, I did a little searching for lawyer poets of the past, that is, in the public domain, and chanced upon a writer named James Williams, who appeared to have published a few books of his poetry in the late 1880s. As far as I could tell, he published two, Ventures in Verse and Briefless Ballads and Legal Lyrics. Love the alliteration. He opens one of his books with a fitting quote from an English novelist, poet, and official of the East India Company, Thomas Love Peacock, who said, you will think a lawyer has as little business with poetry as he has with justice. Perhaps so. I've been too partial to both. So I'm going to read you um, one of his poems, fittingly entitled for today, Law and Poetry. Um, the poem was chock full of very learned references to Greek, Roman, and old British characters. So I decided to update it for 2020. Instead, there are references to well-known screenwriters, novelists, and actors who um, maybe went to law school and um, soon turned other professions or practiced a little bit and uh, are now, now known for other creative ventures. I hope you enjoy it. In days of old did law and rhyme a common pathway follow. The ancient statutes tripped in feet as daintily as dryads, and law in some governments of yore to be complete were versified in dryads, excuse me, triads. An elder statesman once composed his code and meter, thereby to make its flavor feel a little bit the sweeter. But law and rhyme were found to be a trifle inconsistent. And now in statutes, poetry is wholly non-existent. So true. Still, here and there, some advocate, before their fellows know it, has had bestowed on them by fate the laurel of the poet. But let them, if their bread and cheese depend on their profession, like me, bethink them that the art of these was not their sole possession. Richer prize is theirs who con dull treatises on fraud. Ah, tis well that some bold spirits dare to cut themselves asunder from bonds of law like Gerard Butler, while lawyers gaze in wonder. The world had been a poorer place had Charles Dickens lived by pleading, or Franz Kafka won a hopeless case with John Grisham doing the leading. So hope you enjoyed that. And then to uh, cap off this special episode, um, a short poem I wrote on the one poetry myself. It's called Prize Winning Lawyers. How do poets pay for their daydreams? Poetry won't pay your bills, but fighting for your living might. Lawyers may be poets and vice versa, but $50 for a prize winning poem will only buy me a week's worth of groceries or maybe dinner out tonight, especially on New Year's Eve. Hope you enjoyed this special edition of Entering the Bar and wishing all of my listeners a wonderful, happy, healthy new year. Thank you for your support when there's so, especially when there's so many great podcasts out there. And to all my other fellow podcasters, good wishes for you and the success of your podcasts. Signing off, Liz Lash, Entering the Bar. And that's a wrap. You can always check us out at enteringthebar.com. As a reminder, all opinions on this show are made in our personal capacity and don't reflect the views of our employers. 
You've been listening to Entering the Bar with Liz Lash. <laughs>